Life's a party, life's always a party. Let's get it, Paul. Let's go. Today's the day. <laughs> Big news in the McGrady family. There. Wow, I like that. There you is, like that? There's, there's I'm not some... actually like going to shit on you to start the show. So I know. Let's talk about the big exciting the, news. So good news. Um, over the weekend, uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, last Friday, my sister, my older sister, Laura, was proposed to. She got engaged. So She tied the knot? She Well, they didn't technically tie the knot yet, but well, definitely. That's what, you, that's what they call it. If you get engaged, they say she tied the knot. Actually. I thought it was mar- when you get married, you tie the knot. Okay, maybe you're right on that. <laughs> but, yeah, so Regardless, she's off the market. D- yeah, off the so market. So, fellas out there, gone. <laughs> no more law regret. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> <laughs> so, super exciting, and uh, we're Probably very happy. shot some pictures. Didn't you shoot some pictures? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I went, we end up, um, little story was pretty cool. She didn't know about it, uh, which was great. It was a total surprise to her. It happened to Kate May on the beach. And uh, the groom's name's Ant or the the fiance guy. Well, how long did you know before you did it? Uh, like, was it hard to keep a secret? No, I knew for about like a month and a half. A month and a half. So I was told back in June, because um, the fiance, the guy, the groom, uh, <laughs> the guy, the human, he uh, he wanted me to take some photos and like capture the moment, which I thought was really cool, and I was you know happy to be part of it. So I was hiding in Cape May uh, for a little while. And um, it was super fun. We watched them, like, walk the beach. We walked behind them. We were staying, like, incognito. I had a long uh, camera lens, so I took some photos of them, like, really far away for the proposal, like, the actual proposal when he got on his knee. Yeah. And then uh, once, like, she knew and, you know, he finished and stuff. Then you I came got, out of the woodwork. Then I came, like, a lot closer <laughs> and got some nice, like, more sentimental I saw some photos. of the pictures. They're great pictures, Paul. Thanks, bro. Got appreciate talent, it. Yeah. Oh, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> See, all positive vibes. Positive vibes today. That's what we're doing. Good show, as always. Um, Let's get into it. Okay. What are we talking about? All right. So it is time, kids, to go back (laughs) to school. Summer's over. No more partying. No more Four loco girls. No. It's time to go hit the books, get that education, get that career going. So what we wanted to do, especially Paul, because he was an RA in college, is that we just want to give you a couple tips to be successful in college. And have the best experience possible. You know, because me personally, I didn't have the best experience in college. Okay, I'm more team high school than team college. But you had the time um, of your life. I, I'm more team college. college for sure. I think uh, there's a lot of great things about college, and uh, we can talk about some things like make sure that you have a great college experience, or even like high school if you're listening to this. I don't know who's really listening, but like or, or preschool. Pre- if, yeah, they're, if they're listening, yeah. I mean, you got to make sure you got the, the juice <laughs> box when you walk in, and uh, make sure your day's good no matter what juice level of school you're at. You know, I drank a juice box till high school. I still drink not, not surprised, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so our first tip we want to give you guys is to help you guys succeed in college. How are you going to pass that class? You pass the class by going to class. You got to go. You got <laughs> to go. That's the big thing. If you go to class every time, every class, every single one, if you just go, you're going to pass. You can't and fail the class if, you, if you go to every single class. No, I agree. I think now more than ever, it should be pretty easy to go to class. Uh, if you're especially if everything's online, you don't really gotta get changed. You don't gotta get out of your house. Yeah, but it's easier to sleep. Agreed. Because you could just take class in bed and just fall asleep. Not gonna lie, in the spring when I dealt with this a little bit, there were a few classes I just did sleep through. I just forgot I had class today. Well, you fell asleep in high school and just in the middle of class oh, snoring. Oh, oh, for sure. But other than that, if you go to class, you'll succeed, even if it's just on a webcam. Yeah, get there. Go to class, try to pay attention. All right, next thing. That's you, Paul. Okay, okay this yeah. one suits you this best. One, this one does. 
you know, what makes your college experience good is to get involved. Once you get involved, it opens a lot of doors, a lot of opportunity for you um, to make sure you're having a good time. So, you know, those groups that say you want to party, say um, you just want to have more friends or say you want to like do things and not just stay in your bed all day, like getting involved in those organizations on campus will open you up to those opportunities to like, you know, make new friends, um, have those gatherings and like, that was my thing. I never party, really you know got I mean? involved. You, some would argue you got overly involved. Some would, uh, some would argue that. I'm not going to, yeah, you're right. So some you would. were the mascot. Correct. You were in a fraternity. Correct. You, I don't know, I'm running out here. You were an RA. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's enough, that's just, in <laughs> itself, is just too much. Am I missing anything else? Yeah, there's, I mean, there was a few things that I did. Um, Greek life was a big part of my experience. I really love going Greek. And uh, promote the hell fried, out of it. Fried parties. Yeah, I mean, if you think like, I mean, that life's fun. I, it, you don't. It's not for everyone. Totally like, understandable. Do frat um, boys get a bad rep? I think they do. Agreed. I'm, I'm so anti frat. I'm boys. not. I'm so. You, I people would consider me a frat guy, right? I was in a fraternity for three years. Ew. Ew. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I don't think I have a bad rap. Like, I mean, people could tell me otherwise, but <laughs> I don't think I'm a bad representation of what is known as like a fraternity man. Like. I don't know. It, it was a fun time, and I, I really liked Greek life. I thought it was a great way to get involved. We did a lot of really cool things, like community service-wise. Um, got to hang, hang out with a lot mm-hmm. of people, just like more on campus. Mm-hmm. So Community that service, was, That yeah. was one. That's why you're doing the frat. Community nah, service. It's, it's that brotherhood <laughs> bond, man. That's why people love Greek life. It's like, you know, people say all the time, like, you buy your friends, right? Because people have dues and stuff. But I think that's totally fake. Um, I think there's so many other ways to get involved, too, and Greek life was just one that I really enjoyed. So Gotcha. So that's another, we could piggyback off of that. And it's pretty much just surround yourself, what I put, surround yourself with people who will put you in good situations. See, this, this is where I went to Coastal and I put myself around people that didn't put me in positive positions or put me in good situations where I was able to succeed. I was hanging out with kids that never went to class, never did their homework, didn't really care about school, didn't get involved, and just wanted to party. Yeah. So that that's a good example of what not to do. <laughs> but I still succeeded. I overcame no, it, but it made it much harder than what it should have been. You did. So it's better to surround yourself with people who are doing the right things, going the right places, saying the right things, because then it'll just make you overall a better person. Yeah, I mean, you feed off that type of energy, you know. And, right. and a lot of times too, like, you know, most of this generation is really competitive. I think, including myself. And if you see like people succeeding, people doing good things, and you're friends with those people, you want to do just as good, if not better, than them. So I think it pushes everyone around you to do better. Um, Without a doubt. So it's like more so if you surround yourself with people who also have the same expectations or same goals as you, and are motivated, it's just going to motivate you and make yourself better. Oh yeah. It's just that's just the simple thing around life. It's like that with the NBA players. It's with yeah. that with teachers. It's everything. It's every organization. Like you're gonna grow up and do that kind of stuff. So if so. you're getting into college or you're in a high school clique, get get around people who are like positive and have goals and are doing the right things. Yeah, I sound like a dad. No, but surround. <laughs> your, it's really the. I mean, the main idea is like surround yourself with people that you would want to like become and want to be, um, and it'll make you happier and make your day your days better. Like it'll make you yeah. just a better person in general. So agreed. Um, healthy heart, healthy mind. And with that, I think like. Basically making sure your priorities. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. Priorities are in the right place. So, like, what what are you prioritizing? Are you doing – are you going to that party 
and not going to class, like the Dage, especially like, this is a great idea, right? So I'm a big Dage guy for for fa- uh, for the fall. I'm dressed like I'm about spring. to go to a Dage. Yeah, a jersey's a great outfit <laughs> for a Dage, right? So um, depending where you're from, like a Dage or a Darty. You ever heard the word Darty before? Yeah, I really don't like it. Day party or Dage is uh, day rage, right? So uh, there's your two terms. If you don't know what that is. But, well, like fall is a great time for, you know, date, date season. And a lot of times, you know, you get a nice day out. It'll be a Wednesday afternoon. Everyone's drinking. You got, a Wednesday, you got a Wednesday class. What are you going to do? Or a Thursday morning test. Exactly. There you go, too. Are you going to get drunk all day? <laughs> or, you know, so it's really, you know, seeing, like, what do you want to do? Like, prioritize, like, what's important to you. And you'll, you'll, you'll do good. For sure. Another thing is to be a good roommate. <laughs> okay. Did, nope. you ha- did you have a good roommate your freshman year? I did not, actually. <laughs> He's one of my best friends and did not have a good roommate. He slept at different hours than I slept. Okay. So was, as I was going to sleep, he was getting up. And let's just say he failed every class. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. So, like, contribute in every asset of being a roommate. So don't smoke weed in the room. I, yeah, I agree. Because, pe- like, me, personally, I don't care if you smoke weed, but... If I smell weed all the time and my clothes smell like weed and we're living in the same <laughs> building, I don't want to smoke weed. Yeah, you don't want to have that. It's not that I don't want time. to smoke weed or I think you're trash for smoking weed. Not no, at all. I mean, if that's what you want to do, like, who cares? Another right? thing, do the dishes. <laughs> okay. Like, that, just the little things in being a good roommate. Okay. Do the dishes, clean up after yourself, chip in when you're getting food, go grocery yeah, shopping, split chip it, in. Split it, or one by one time, one by the next. Don't like, be the guy that puts a marker on the milk. When you buy your own milk and put draws the line marker, <laughs> I'm, I, I've heard about it. The, is that an experience? I've had, had that. Oh, I've had man. a roommate who drank milk and would do a sharpie line on where the milk wow. left off, so they know if I had it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, honestly. Dude, it happens. Just keep the volume down when people are trying to study okay. or do homework. It's just the simple things. I I never be really, a good roommate, Paul. I had a bunch of roommate experiences. Uh, my freshman year, I went to Virginia Tech, and I was um, they had. Too many kids and not enough places to put them. They accepted way too many. Um, so you can't do that now. No. Yeah, definitely not. But I was put in a um, each floor at the um, the dorm building that I was in had like a lounge. Right? Mm-hmm. They turned the lounge no way into somewhere you know, someone had to live there, yeah, like an extra room. What? And not and not on that floor. It was. Every room was two people per room, right? This lounge, because it was slightly bigger, they put three people in there. Oh, my God. So I was in a three-person. You were um, in the lounge? I was in the lounge. Oh, my God. Three-person room my freshman year. Uh, My two roommates didn't – nobody talked to anybody. Um, One guy barely lived there. Never saw him. Not a good experience. (laughs) Um, I moved actually halfway through that semester. I was trying to get out of there. Got out of there, which was nice. My new roommate – um, super busy, never in the room. He was an engineer and I would basically, you know, we wake up, he would be out the door by seven 30 at Sam. And then I'd be watching Jimmy Fallon at 1130. <laughs> My freshman years, uh, college, I'd be watching Jimmy and right around, I knew right around 1130, the man would walk in the door, walked in on cue all the time. We'd watch him or no, he was at, he was at 1030 at the time. So he didn't have the tonight show yet. He was at 1030 at the time or no, it's 12. 12.30. So he was the last show. So we would watch like him 
And then it was just insane. So it is a weird dynamic, though. No, yeah, the whole thing is just like you're rooming with someone you never even met. Because I've had a time where I moved in with someone, didn't reach out to him on Facebook, couldn't find him on Facebook. No, and here I am walking in with my my shit (laughs) first day of college, and hey, I'm Ryan. Nice to meet you. We're gonna live together. Yeah, weird dynamic. Lived in there. Um, I had I lived in an apartment at Montclair. Had three roommates, all randoms. When you that's another thing. Like all, so weird all random people. And it was it was kind of funny that three to the four of us were actually involved in Greek life. So it was like kind of, and we were all different fraternities too. So like that was a cool dynamic. But it, it's definitely weird. I mean, you don't know any You don't get to pick. Like freshman year, the most freshman students don't get to come in and have like yeah, get they're to pick usually their random. Or they have they do that um survey where yeah. it's like what are your things yeah, but i mean i've i've as an ra too man i mean i've experienced some really bad roommate oh yeah there's controversy and all stuff the time going on like the one the time dorms. i walked in the room and this dude was i guess he was a pothead i'm not putting down the potheads out there <laughs> i'm not doing that but the kid i walk in after like baseball practice at rowan and he's like do you mind if i just smoke a joint or something we're in we're not even in like a house we're not in an apartment we're on on campus Di- like dining, I lived above that. He's yeah. like, "Do you mind if I just smoke real quick?" I was like, first of all, you get kicked out of housing. Second of all, I don't want to smell that. Third of all, just go somewhere else and smoke. <laughs> yeah. Fourth of all, like, do you want to keep going down the list on how it's a bad idea to yeah. roll a blunt in our room? Exactly. There's an RA next door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what's going on, dude? Figure it out. Get your priorities right. There you go. Full circle. Speaking of rolling some blunts, <laughs> <laughs> segue. Okay. <laughs> some party advice. Now, there's going to be parties every night in college. Pretty much. Every night. Now, the, the main thing to get around is how you can deter yourself from going out and partying every day. So I, you, you pick your spots. Yeah. You get your work done. You go to the right parties. I think... You yeah. don't go to the sketchy no. places. You go where you know where people are going to go. You don't go alone. It's hard at first, I think, to figure out those spots. But once you get to that point and you realize, like, okay, this trial is, and error. The, yeah, really. I mean, that honestly is. That's why fr- I think freshman year is like so insane. I mean, I remember just going places. I would follow people like willy nilly. This is a bad problem. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know where the party is? Like, yeah, Paul, you want to come? Like, sure. I was like, I have no idea where the hell I was going. I know how I was getting back. I don't know how like drunk we were getting. Like, it was, I mean, it's a fun scenario. Like, it, you trial and error, you want to have fun, you want to take those. Trial, Chances. but not too much error. <laughs> no, you try not to get <laughs> minimal error. too many times. Um, but once you know those spots and you know those group of people that you can trust and who are your friends and like, okay, you're going to get too messed up. They're going to take you home. Like, yeah. And you got to make sure like what not to do too. Like if you're in a new place or in a place you don't really know anyone, don't get too fucked up. Yeah. Like don't try do to learn those things quick because you're going to need to know who to hang around with, who to trust where to go, where safe or whatnot. And you're going to want to know what type of people are at those houses. Right. I mean, I I was in a fraternity. Like, I know a lot of those people are really great. Like, a lot of people are really great. Um, but there are some people that get let in that can cause uh, fights. I've seen fights before. Um, I've dealt with a lot of awful people before. Um, throwing things. Like, it, I mean, it's a bad scenario. So realize what's what's good. Have your fun. But don't get in trouble. Like, don't deal with, don't be the problem, and don't get involved in the problems. Exactly. Figure it out. Quick. But have fun, dude. College is once in a lifetime. That's what we want you to do. We want you to be successful. So we're giving you these tips. But party it up, because life's a party. Life is a party. So party it up. Do it safely. Get your shit done. Next thing. All right. Paul's weighing on this one. So, Ryan said we want to talk about something. 
I'm going to talk about it. This is my idea. So a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I tried to bring up the idea of time travel. And, and I, I shut them down. Now, I'm not like I'm not going to shove this in your face. Like, this isn't a thing that we're just going to have a conversation. I'm going to okay. be like, yo, like, you want to talk about time travel? Like, I'm not that I type of guy. I have an open mind. <laughs> I'm feeling um, really, really extra positive. But Ryan said he would like me to discuss my idea or my theory, in per se, of, like, time travel. Um, I have an idea. I think it's been talked about before. Um, there's this one movie I really like. It's called Arrival. It came out a few years ago. It was, uh, it was an Oscar-nominated film. Had Amy Adams in it and Jeremy Renner. And it was about basically an alien race that came to Earth. And you end up finding out, like, Amy Adams is our main character. And she tries to, she's a linguistics expert. And she tries to communicate with the aliens. Well, she understands the language finally. And the language actually allows her brain to understand time, like, differently. Other than, like, a human brain. Where, like, a human basically um, thinks about time linear, right? So this happened at 8 o'clock, that happened at 10 o'clock, this happened at 12 o'clock, right? Like, we're right. following. There's no way that we can go back in time and see, like, what just happened or, like, enter that mind, right? The mind state. Well, not to interrupt your tangent here, but you could have a flashback okay. or, a me- or a memory. Yeah, I, I agree. But that's, you're not, like, in that space anymore correct gotcha okay so you're you we perceive time as humans in a linear fashion that i'm one years old two years old three years old four right right? and that's how my brain works and that's how i go from being born to dying now the i believe that humans can only perceive it this way but i don't think it's the only way that someone can perceive it i feel that um time is like is a is a line but i feel like as though you can jump the line so you can perceive it differently. Um, in this movie, basically, the idea is that the aliens taught her to perceive time differently and that she could go into different – like her brain – she could like hop through her brain. So her life is already predetermined. So that's where it's different in this idea that the idea of like free will doesn't really exist. It does, but it's saying your life is already planned out. Everything to ever happen – has already happened, and you're just going through that timeline. So you're saying this lady can be like, I perceive myself as a baby tomorrow. Like, tomorrow I'm going to be a baby. No, she could say like... Or I'm going to be a one-year-old tomorrow. She's like, hey, like, she's talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden she can, like, go into a different time zone. So say she's in the year 2012, and then she's, like, perceiving something, and she wants to go to another point in time to just, like, to get information. So she goes to, like, 2015. But this is a movie, but this is something you actually think is yeah, out like there or we, people can... I, I, no, I don't know if people can do this, or but eventually. I, I don't believe, though, time is, like, time is, like, only linear. I feel as though you can, it is a it is a line, like, in, in space and time that you can, you know... It is weird, like, though, because, like, one like, guy was just like, you know what, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock... Tomorrow is tomorrow. Like, yeah. that's just... Some you, guy, I, just I, all I, follow I it. I feel as though, like, if there was a way, you really could, like, go back and see it. Because it does exist in some point in time, right? Like, it is a point in in the space. It's it's hard to, like, So we're so used it. to, like, the structure... Correct. ...of, like, moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. If you look at a graph, like, the idea of a graph, right? You're going forward. Right. But I'm saying, imagine... I mean, you might be on something. You I'm kind of trying like, to get my brain point, to get You could just jump places. the line. Because, because it does exist. Everyone thinks it's so crazy because we're just so used to just keep going forward with like tomorrow is tomorrow and what like everyone's been following every single person's yeah. been following the same structure. 
but the universe is so big that why who is it to say this is the only way to perceive time that's i think that's just where it is like i don't i don't like truly um say oh this is the right way or this is the wrong way but it's a concept that you can definitely grasp you can be like okay that that could happen we're so infant as a as humans and like as a race in right, general that's what I'm like we're so infant like there's so much more to be discovered. I think just crazy between what technology has advanced since like 1980 to like now. Well, here's the thing though. The like counter argument to that is like, I know we perceive time as just keeping moving forward and we're just stuck in the moment of moving forward and how we can't jump places with our brain. But then isn't something like just our bodies developing? Does that influence the time or like the ability it, it to move on around how you in time? Like want to travel? No, I don't think at all. It's, so she was traveling through, like, her different periods of, like, her mind. So she was entering the body of that time period, which was interesting. But I'm saying if you wanted to do it as, like, a time machine, I'm not. I'm just saying the idea of time in general. Well, then that would mean, like, life would have to be, like, a simulation. No, not in general. It's just it's just something that happened and is, like, in the world. It, it is then, weird, though. Like, how some people can remember a memory when they're three years old. Okay. Or I don't know, like, the statistic of, like, when you can actually remember. It's around three. Isn't it weird that we're, like, born, <laughs> and then five, six years go by, and we don't remember a day. No. Until we're, like, seven. It's very rare that you remember anything that happened in that period of time. But your brain's developing. Like, that's just, you can't. That's, like, where were we before we were born? Isn't that just a weird shit to think of? No, I think so. Yeah, for sure. It's, like, scary. A lot of stuff, we wouldn't even be able to remember a lot of things if it wasn't for, like, photos and videos and things. Like, a lot of that, honestly, it, it opens those gaps in your brain and it allows you to reflect back on that time. Where a lot of times, if I never showed you that photo or showed you that video and we didn't talk about it, you would most likely forget about it. Like, you would never think about it again. <laughs> Life is just so... So like there's that. a lot of really cool things um, about it. I mean, if you're interested in time travel, there's a lot of really cool movies. They're all different. And I, I just think it's a fun thing to think about, honestly. I don't believe one way or the other. Um, you know, I just live my life, but it's a cool concept. There's definitely endless opportunities <laughs> out there that no one knows about. Agreed. And I think Which science is scary. Is, there's so much shit. things to discover. Technology is advancing constantly, rapidly, and um, the universe is infinite, so we can discover anything. All right, so our next segment, Paul, is you always want people to know about us. They like, get to know us. I think people should. You're watching the show, like, don't you want to know a little bit about us? I mean, we're pretty cool. I think we're we're, we're cool <laughs> fellas. I'm not gonna lie. So here's just kind of like an icebreaker kind of thing, just really random questions, and we'll go through them and we'll each answer answer um, the question just so that people can get to know us at home. Okay, I like it. So let's see. This first question is: What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given from either a coach? You don't even have to say who gave you the advice. Just say. Um, something that you've learned in your 23 years of life where you always remember this one piece of advice and always try to implement it in your life? Um, something that I always think about is just like how we, I don't know who said this to me. I know I've had a bunch of people like talk to me about it. Um, this idea of like we shouldn't be doing things that we're not like enjoying in our life or like we're not doing like what like makes us happy. So it's this really simple thing of, like, enjoy every day that you have because you only live life once. So, like, uh, YOLO. Honestly, like... <laughs> YOLO. No, but deadass, I mean, if you want to <laughs> simplify it, it really is, like, you only live once. It's it's YOLO. I mean, <laughs> like... That's the same as mine. It's, like, I don't know who told me. It was, like, do what makes you happy. Like, I even think it's the background on my laptop. 
Like, literally just do what makes you happy. Yeah. Life's so short, and we see so many examples on how life is short. Why not just be happy every day? Yeah. I know it's hard not to be not be happy every day. Yeah, but. I mean, we talk about it. I mean, like, there's shit going on right now that obviously isn't making everyone happy. Um, that's, But it, at the same time, I mean, you can only control what you can control. So um, really, like, be, be the main character in your life and make sure that you're, you're doing what you can control and how to make your life the best it could possibly be. Um, you know, happy, make, happy, happy. Yeah, like, make others around you great as well. But at the end of the day, like... Like what Pharrell said, like, cause I'm happy. Oh, we got to get rights to that song. Yeah, nah. Uh, I think, <laughs> dude, um, we're going to be giving out hefty fines for all these these little blurps of songs I get into. Hey, better watch yourself. <laughs> all right, what's the second question um, so people can get to know us? There you go. So what's something that you love that everyone knows, everyone you know hates? Oh. So, like, what's a, um, I would consider this an unpopular opinion. Okay, an unpopular opinion. Uh, I'd probably say... The New York Giants. Okay. It's a football team. Yeah. Because, like, we're from South Jersey, right right outside of Philadelphia. All my friends are Eagles fans. They're all, like, go birds. Go birds. <laughs> there we go, baby. Big dick Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of it. Like, I've been wearing Giants jerseys <laughs> to school. Yeah, you Just to been. get people angry when I was, like, 10 years old. Just to. So I feel like that's just a, an, an unpopular opinion that people hate about me. But everyone likes the Eagles. I like the Giants. And it's like a rivalry, so I I embrace it. Okay. I mean, we stink right now, but I feel like that's an unpopular opinion that people don't like. No, I think, I, that's, like. I think that's good for you. Agreed. Thank you. Um, something for me, I don't think it applies as much as I get older, but it's something like when I was younger, uh, was the idea that I love golf, and I love playing golf. <laughs> I like watching golf. Like, And most people say, oh, you like golf? Like, golf's boring. You know what I mean? And, um, oh, watching golf is stupid and it's not fun and it's boring and it's just this is the slowest thing I've ever seen in my entire life right but I think that's just something I grew up on and like I learned to play at a young age I learned to play golf at 12 and it's something that I just really love and love to do and I enjoy doing and um I think a lot of my friends were like if you bought it at first like I was never really like picked on or anything but no because that's that's a good point because my little cousin he's just picking up golf I mean, he's not the best baseball player, basketball player, and he goes to St. Augusta, and they're like powerhouse yeah, and everything. Yeah. So he's trying golf, but then he was like worried that his brother's friends would make fun of him. I'm okay. like, that's dumb. I know like <laughs> people start to pick it up later on, but the fact like don't let your brother's friends make fun of you for trying golf. Like that's it's golf. It's a weird thing. Yeah, I think it's a weird thing that like at a younger age, just because it's not one of those four major sports that every kid is grows up to play. Um, but as you get older, I mean, more of my friends now more than ever are learning to play golf and enjoying it and playing, like, yeah. a lot. And, I, you know. Wait, what is that they call, like, the mid-20s crisis? Like, oh, like well, dude, golf it's, crisis. Big, it's big on TikTok right now, too. Like, all the girls are like, oh, quarantine hit and my boyfriend <laughs> learned how to play golf. Like, I don't, dude, you realize once you pick up a golf club, whether you're good or not, you just, it's a nice day out with your friends or, like, people use it sometimes to drink. Some, you know, people like it to smoke cigars or just, like, enjoy enjoy their friends. But, it's a good time, and it was a weird thing that a lot of people I know don't enjoy, but I always did, so. For sure. All right, next question. What restaurant <laughs> do you eat at way too often? I like this one. So my restaurant, for all the South Jersey people, right next to Cherry Hill, there's a little Italian restaurant called Maggiano's. Okay. Me and my girlfriend go all the time. They got a little Marco deal, deal for two. It's like 50 bucks. Appetizer meal. Two meals and appetizer. You get two meals to go home with you. 
Okay. Grab some fettuccine there you to go. go. There you and go. you get dessert for a cheesecake. It's like 60 bucks. It's a steal. Perfect. Italian place. And Chick fil A. <laughs> I eat too much Chick fil A. I think everybody eats too much Chick fil A, though. Chick fil A. Chick fil A. Mine would be, uh, I don't think as often now. McDonald's? No. I thought about that. But the problem with I was I was eating a lot of McDonald's, especially at Montclair. There's one um, about thirty seconds from campus. It's like off the main exit. It's literally like <laughs> a, jump there? it's almost connected to campus. I mean, I would go there like every Saturday morning. I'd get breakfast like before I left. Um, usually to go out like for the weekend, I would just go grab McDonald's because it was the closest thing to campus, and it was quick, and everyone knew what it was after a party. You come back to campus, you have to pass McDonald's yeah, to get on campus. That's dangerous. Like every, that's where you would stop. I'd be there 4 o'clock in the morning sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, you could put it on the list. But I think, um, especially in high school, and then especially like as I stopped going there, I realized how much I did used to eat there. Burger would King? Be, no, it would be Applebee's. Applebee's, I yeah, feel like I was always at Applebee's. Especially you don't even get anything like creative. No, you just I, get mozzarella sticks. There you go. It's perfect. And a burger. Mozzarella sticks. Dude, I love their uh, their pub pretzels. Oh like, they're God. great, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Dude, so, I haven't been to Applebee's since the quarantine. I go off no, too. No, you're not. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, out, outside seating? They have take out, Applebee's? don't they? Yeah, I mean, they have takeout. But that's that's what's weird. I think Applebee's was more as, like, a vibe and just a nice yeah. place. It was just a place like half-price like apps. apps. And it was a nice place that everyone was pretty content with. So, yeah. <laughs> Applebee's. That pro- yeah, I see you eating Applebee's. Having, uh, what's, what's their slogan? Applebee's? Having good in the neighborhood or something like some, that. I think, <laughs> yeah, it is something about neighborhood. There you go. Um, <laughs> now, what word do people use to describe you most often? All right, so I would like to think <laughs> that most people describe me as funny. I mean, I get that okay. thrown around a lot. Okay. But then I also get, like, a lot of people say that I'm a scaredy cat or, like, a wimp. Because, like, I don't, I don't watch scary movies. I hate scary movies. I didn't stay home alone until I was, like, 16. I'm just a big wimp, so a lot of people just say I'm a wimp or a scaredy cat or the P word that I'm not going to say. <laughs> I, I definitely see. I remember, like, being younger with you in school, and everyone described you as a teddy bear. You know, like a, bigger, bear. Du- a bigger dude, but he was, like, cuddly and, like, not nice. Tough. Yeah, not well, tough. <laughs> I guess. That's, that's definitely one teddy thing. Teddy bear. Um, describe me most often. I think a lot of people um, would think of me as, like, energetic or, like, uh, outgoing or loud, I guess you could even say. I don't know about loud. Outgoing, energetic, yeah. Both work? Uh, outgoing, very number one. I don't know about loud. Maybe sometimes I don't think you're annoying. Loud. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they can add that to my list. Yeah. <laughs> um, so next one. Where are we at here? Uh, what is your big- biggest pet peeve? Okay, so we talked about this on the podcast a few weeks ago. If you checked out our tips, or what do we do? Um, uh, tips, tips, how to do a, have a good movie experience. Yeah, like what to do at the movies and stuff, and what not to do. Uh, do's and don'ts. Do's and don'ts at the movies. And one of our big don'ts was don't clap in the movie theater. It's a weird experience. It makes me feel weird. I hate it. Like, don't do it. And it's one of my biggest pet peeves, um, hands down, when people clap in the movie theater. I agree. Um, mine would be just being late. I hate being late. Okay. I'm early for everything. You are not. That's true. Ever I'm, on time. I'm usually late. So that's a big, probably my <laughs> biggest pet peeve is people who are, who are late. You're welcome. I'm always early. Uh, another thing, as I was driving over, just thinking about this question, I have a pet peeve for like people who ride a bike, 
but their pedals aren't calibrated. Like they're pedaling faster than what they're going. Okay. <laughs> That's so like, weird. Fix your freaking pedals. You can pedal less and go at the same rate. Oh, where, you mean like, like your pedals so aren't like a cal- gear shift. Yeah. Right on a like a mountain bike. So they're stuff. like pedaling really fast yeah. and they're going like two miles an hour. <laughs> It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Just pit, <laughs> fix the calibration so you don't have to pedal as hard. That's as funny. That's like a neat little one. I then, as I was it. thinking about it, I also hate the bikers. <laughs> no, Not to get into these bikers, the potheads and the bikers are getting a bad. Yeah, rap they are. It's a bad episode. For when them. they're riding their bike and they're like acting as if they're a car and can go forty-five miles an hour, <laughs> and they put their arm out for like a right-hand turn I've signal. I've never seen that. What? I've never seen a biker do that. I see them all the time. They ride their bike and they'll do like put their left hand out as a left hand. They're making sure they don't get hit. But they're acting (laughs) as if they're a car. You can't go sixty miles. You can't go hundred miles an hour. That's true. So that was another biker information (laughs) that really got me got under my wheels. Got my wheels turning. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. (laughs) You like that? Um, Did I do? Oh yeah, I did the last one. So So we got four left. Okay. Uh, What's the most spontaneous thing that you've ever done? See, I consider myself a very spontaneous person. Okay. Yet I could not think of one spontaneous thing I've ever done. It's probably a weekend trip to like um, Washington D.C. I think one Friday we were like, let's just go to Washington D.C. because I cool. never went there. I like that. That's a good one. And we just booked a room for a night and just spontaneously went to Washington D.C. It's good for like a one-time trip. Like it's good for one day, and it's like I've had enough of Washington really? D.C. I want. I want to go back. I brought my camera. I was doing little Polly yeah, Polly picks. Yeah, look at you. Ryan picks. <laughs> picks by Ryan. I should make maybe, my own Instagram. Maybe. But yeah, I took a lot of picks, and um, it was a good day. It was hot as balls out. <laughs> I feel. I feel as though recently, um, you know, really haven't been spontaneous. I don't know if that's just the quarantine and stuff, but uh, I haven't really been too spontaneous. I feel like more now than ever, you have to plan shit out. Uh, to go anywhere, to do anything, you have to make a reservation, and you have to, you can't show up to anything, right. so, which kind of sucks. But um, as you were talking, I thought of one, and I think about two years ago, two or three years ago, there was one night we were chilling at my house. I was with like, a few friends. Um, I was and skinny dipping. Yeah. Do you know the story <laughs> I'm gonna talk about? I don't know the story. Okay, so. Um, I can't believe I got that right. Now there's not, now there's another one that kind of goes in with that. But your one was I think we were just here <laughs> kids show and I kids show. Hey, <laughs> uh, I think it was like eleven o'clock and we just didn't know what to do and we let's just get naked and go in the tired. pool, you know. So we we said okay, like <laughs> no. So we said okay, let's go visit Sean down in Sea Isle. So we ended up driving at ten o'clock. We left here or ten or eleven. We left Stratford, drove an hour to Sea Isle, got there around midnight. End up drinking with Sean, like at his CIL house with him or whatever. And it was like four or five of us. And we said, you know what? Let's go skinny dipping in the ocean. And we said, okay. We jumped on the ocean. Jumped on the ocean. Or jumped on the beach. <laughs> and uh, Jumped on the beach. And, you know, ran in the ocean. I, fun time. Just butt naked. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's what that's called skinny dipping. <laughs> that's literally what it is. You can't have clothes on and say, oh, I went skinny dipping. Well, you've been like skydiving. That wasn't spontaneous. No, I mean, I mean, you planned each one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've always wanted to go skydiving. I skydived first time when I was eighteen and twenty-three. You survived. I did. Good thing you survived. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Oh, I heard a funny thing today or oh, yesterday. Gosh. I it don't said, know. Uh, it said skydiving. It said you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You only need a parachute if you want to go skydiving twice. Ah, uh, I like <laughs> so that. So there you go. <laughs> uh, you want to survive? Go. Bring your parachute. But no, we planned that out. I mean, um, well, you could go skydiving naked. 
and, like, and then land in the ocean, like her, and then that's her. skinny dipping. There you go. You, two, two, two for one. Two fish with one hook. There we go. <laughs> two fish bring with it, one hook. Bringing it back with Merchandise coming soon. Merch coming soon. <laughs> two fish, one hook. Uh, next one. Two left. Just kidding. We can do Three two. left. Let's do two. Okay, two left. We'll pick the best two. Let's do... What book or movie would you change the end into if you could? Now, I was thinking about this. It looks like you don't have one. I don't. I'll think about one right now. So, I don't know if you've seen I Am Legend no. with Will Smith. I'm, I'm not very good at explaining movies, but basically... <laughs> yeah, we know. The world becomes full of zombies, and he's like a doctor trying to find the cure to how to stop these zombies. And he's like taking blood samples, blah, 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 blah. He's looking for a survivor. And basically, the whole world turns into zombies coming after him. And at the end of the movie, he's stuck in his like his uh, his like office, I guess you could say. And he finds a survivor, and he's trying to get her blood sample. Finds the cure on how he can stop all these zombies and get human life back on Earth. And the survivor escapes, and then he takes gives the survivor the cure, and then he gets a grenade and blows himself up, and he dies along with the zombies that entered his house. So the survivors uh, survive with the uh, the cure, but he could have saved himself. So I. You're Wish he would just it? go with the survivor <laughs> and save himself like he easily could. Instead, he commits suicide with the grenade. Okay. So that's one of the movies that I wish it could overturn the uh, ruling. Okay. How about we just do this then if you don't have one? No, I got one. I got oh, one. You got one? Um, so I feel like this is a pet peeve for a lot of people. That Do you know the ending of uh, Titanic? That was one, I've never even seen Titanic. I know. But do you know what I'm about to say? That they just steered the way from the glacier? No, so no. <laughs> the historical event I don't I don't wish ended different. I mean yeah, kind of, <laughs> I do I do wish that the Titanic. If you had family sink. members in the Titanic, Paul, take that back and say sorry to them. I, I do wish the Titanic did not sink. But I'm saying for the movie purposes, <laughs> the idea with um oh my whatever God. their names are, Jack, right? So remember that big thing where it's like they both could have fit on yeah. the raft? Yeah. I think that was like baloney. <laughs> like they both could have fit. So if you could have changed the ending, yeah. they both live, but that's, they wanted to make it dramatic. Those characters weren't real anyway, so that's unreal. There you go. All right, last thing. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I I wanted to be an ice cream truck driver. <laughs> Why? Just so that I could. I was a fat kid. I mean, we know that. And I remember we had to like draw what we wanted to be when we grew up. And I drew myself in an ice cream truck. (laughs) And I put like in like big uh, 55 font um, letters. I want to be ice cream truck driver so I could eat all the ice cream. Is that from your like kindergarten book? Like that's the. And now I can actually. I didn't realize how easy of a dream that was. It's very. I could probably apply tomorrow and be riding around in a Mr. Softy truck. There you go. And eating all the ice cream I wanted. That's your your dream. (laughs) Just fulfill your dream as a kid. <laughs> um, mine, I don't know, like at a young, young age, uh, I don't really remember. It's probably something like like astronaut or something. I feel like everybody does that. Um, but definitely as I was getting older, like 10 or 11 or something, I thought acting was just one of the coolest things in the world. Like professional actors and, and people who do that for a living. You could still do that, Paul. That's definitely true. Not going to lie. Um, could still do that. But I, I remember that. That's kind of what I wanted to do as a kid. Dude, do you want to know a sad story? You're going to tell me anyway? Yeah. <laughs> so you know how you're not supposed to tell your wishes when you cut your cake for birthday? Yeah, yeah. I wished every day from when I could ever remember every birthday, I would cut the cake, blow the candles out, and wish to be an MLB baseball player. Yeah, if you know, a lot of people want to be, if, especially professional. I wasted 21, 20 years of my life wishes. 
on the same wish. It's just for it not to happen. Nope. Sadness. It is. Poor kid. Poor little Ry Ry. <laughs> Poor past Ryan. His little Such fucking a fuck, sad he fuck, story. He fucked up. <laughs> Lost 20 wishes. Didn't even come true. Uh, so that's enough about us. <laughs> uh, hopefully you learned something. You know us a little bit better. Uh, we told you to watch Superbad the last week. No, we, they told us to watch Superbad. Oh, true. You picked the movie for us. Somebody submitted it. Paul and, never uh, saw it. I've never seen Superbad before. Funniest movie ever. It was, it's probably number one top comedic movie. It was just something I just never watched, um, but I did watch it, and gotta tell you, Rye, it's hilarious. It's one of those movies where you can literally laugh out loud. Like, there's funny movies where you'll laugh a couple times out loud, but this, there's like at least ten spots there's where you're... The, it's just... There's just LOLing. so much so, like, social awkwardness and cringy moments that I just thought were so funny. Um, and as you said, I was absolutely laughing out loud. Um, Jonah Hill, phenomenal. Um, especially, uh, especially the two cops with uh, Bill Hader and uh, Seth Rogen. I thought really like helped that film out a lot. I'm doing a little fact check because I think Seth Rogen was actually um, younger than Jonah Hill um, on the cast. So, uh, super bad. You never watch it. It's about basically three um, seniors in high school that they're about to graduate and they're basically losers <laughs> and. You know, all they want to do is impress girls, get laid, and and go to a party. That's basically the story. And they have to get alcohol because they're underage. And uh, It says based off a true story. Havoc and Ryan, Paul, and his friends. True story? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely plausible. It's a really simple story about three guys <laughs> wanting to, you know, go to a party and impress some girls. But the cops in the film, um, as I said, played by Bill Hader and um, Seth Rogen, are, ap- are so funny. Like... They make me cringe sometimes, like, with what they do. Um, the guy who plays McLovin, it's just so funny as well. And that whole concept of, like, the fake ID yeah. and, like, the, the bad fake. I and am McLovin. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is hilarious. And every time you think they're just going to get caught, especially with the cops, you're like, like you're like, oh, they're, oh, let me look at the ID. And then they're like, oh, yeah, man, like, have no problem. Like, <laughs> And they just go along with it. And then you find out, obviously, that they've been lying the whole time. But it, it's really funny. And it it just makes you makes you laugh, makes you uh, want to continue to watch. I mean, some watch. stuff would probably, like, some funny parts would not be able to be aired during today's time. I agree. I, I think it's definitely But it's hilarious. It relates to today's time still. It's, t- it's basically one of the movies where it's, like, timeless, kind of, yeah. in a sense. Not it, totally, but still it's, timeless. It's something that... Can be relatable to everybody. I mean, um, you're awkward. You're in high school, and you want to impress the other gender. I mean, it's it's pretty simple. All right, so here this is. I don't. <laughs> is Seth Rogen, thirty eight years old now. I think he he is. Is that? Did you look up his? I think it's just his birthday. So Jonah Hill is thirty six. I guess now. Okay. So they're two go. years different. So Jonah Hill was playing a fourteen year old. And Seth Rogen was only two years yeah, older than him. Playing eight, playing eighteen year old. Playing eighteen year old. And Seth Rogen looks like he's forty in the yeah. movie, and he's only two years I older was, than Jonah I think Hill. He was also with his facial, um, <laughs> like hair. He had a he had whatever that is. Um, he he had like a goatee, but he cut out the beard, so it was literally um, hair on his. Oh, here it is. Mustache. Jonah Hill was twenty four when he shot the film. Okay, and he was playing an eighteen year old, and Seth Rogen was twenty five. And <laughs> oh man, playing- that's what facial hair does. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah, you, Jonah Hill just looks so young in that film. Uh, but it's a great movie. It's one of those films you can just keep watching it and it never gets old. It's interesting, too. I mean, looking at it now, you realize um, who is in it. 
Right. Like, I, I watched it today, actually, and I – who – there was one – there was two guys that kind of surprised me that were in it. The one um, was uh, Dave Franco. Yeah. So he's in it for like three seconds. Wait, where – when is he in it? He's in the football – or the soccer scene when they're playing oh, soccer. Oh, yeah, he sure he And he's up. like – He's like, uh, yeah, like you peed your pants or something. He's like, dude, that was eight years ago. He's like, <laughs> whatever he said. He's yeah, like, I'll he, always remember or yeah, um, something. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Dave Franco. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most people wouldn't really recognize him now. Like, you would recognize him now, but – and what he's I mean, that was probably done. way before his fame. Like, oh, yeah. Like one of his first movies. Him, there was another actor at the party that I recognized. Um uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. Yeah. But you wanna, uh, will you rate this movie? Yeah, we can rate it. It's just hilarious. It's a great movie. Go, go watch it. It's a it'll it's a classic. Like it's it it's along one of those lines. What I believe is like great comedy films such as um, Step Brothers, the original Hangover, um, like those because it's rated R too. So like those idea of those rated R comedies. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it in the nines. Okay. Ooh. I mean, it's one of those films, like, my rating system is based off of, like, is it a good movie? Then it's also, of like, the director and the shot and all that. But, I so I'm going to go 9-2. Only, only okay. low 9s because it's hilarious. But my system is, like, there's going to be a movie that's way better directed and yeah. way better storyline and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? No, it's, it's hard. So I can't give it a 9-8 because it's not one of those no, type of those like, yeah, Oscar it's, movies. It's, like, it's hard. It's like 9-2 is high. No, I don't think it's too high. I think for the genre that it's in. Right. So say, hey, based on all the comedy films of all time, like where would it go? I definitely think it's a classic, which would justify it being in the nines. Um, I think it is the number one com- comedy movie ever. Yeah, see, that's that's a strong statement. Like, but it's still nine, it's still nine two, based off like the storyline, the director, the shots, the you know what I'm saying. Everything about it's it. It's hard to describe what I'm kind of getting to, but so what are you going with? Uh, I like. I like nines. I'll go nine one. Nine one. Okay. Nine one. Nine two. That's a good film. Best comedy movie of all time. For you, we'll see. I, I got. What's yours? I don't know, man. I don't. I. I don't. I think most people would agree that Super Bad is the funniest movie would. ever. I, th- I think a lot of people would. I love the Hangover. Sure. Hangover is probably, probably two. I think the original Hangover is just so great. hilarious. <laughs> um. Next movie of the week. Next. What are we rocking with? You have it right. Oh, I do. <laughs> I looked at you. Um, actually, I forget the name. It's Power or something like that. Yeah. Um, Paul's looking it up, so I'm going to do the Bet of the Week recap. So we had the Anthony Davis, um, LeBron James, each to get a double-double in the Lakers game against Portland. It hit. Guess what? They're offering it again today, and I'm taking it again. But the bad news is that you can't take it because... This show doesn't air tonight. It airs on Tuesday. But hopefully it hits again. And then um, just check the Instagram page for our next bet of the week. I'm thinking about starting to do two bets a week. I might do a Tuesday, Thursday bet of the week to get this thing going. Okay. And um, so stay tuned on Instagram. So I might be doing two weeks, two bets a week. Um, Stay tuned. Paul's got the movie of the week. Finally. Movie of the week. We're watching next next week. Um, It's going to be a Netflix film. So hopefully Neither of us seen it. No, it's a brand new Netflix film. I think it came out maybe like a week or two ago, but both of us have never seen it. It's called Project Power. I'll read the synopsis real quick. An ex-soldier, a teen, and a cop collide in New Orleans as they hunt for the source behind a dangerous new pill that grants users temporary superpowers. Um, it stars Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominique Fishback. Um, it's like action, adventure, comedy, or uh, 
action thriller. Um, I watched a brief trailer. It's like, for all of you who've ever seen Limitless by uh, Bradley Cooper's in it, or the main actor in it, where they take a pill and then they get these powers. Where he can have access to like 100% of his mind. Yeah, so these guys have this pill where it gives them like superpowers. So it's kind of like the um, the decision whether they should take the, p- the pill and have these powers or ethically don't take it. And that's kind of what I'm getting from. It looks pretty cool. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to watch it because I haven't seen it, obviously. Yeah, you know. I mean, we were looking at movies. I th- I can't wait till movie theaters get back and we can start yeah, like, going to the theater. Get some popcorn. Talking about, yeah, talking about new movies. Ryan's excited for Tenet. Hopefully that opens Tenet. soon. Denzel um, Washington's son. Yeah. Ricky Jarrett for all you baller fans out there with uh, Dwayne The Rock. Ricky Jarrett's the main character in Tenet. But uh, what's this called? This is called oh Project Power. Project Power. I'm excited about it. I'll be watching. You guys watch so we can break Check it, it down. Out for sure. Um, other than that, any more news on the on the pod? No, that's our show. That's a show. Another one in the books. And uh, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Appreciate it. If you like it, show your friends. Um, tell your parents. Like we're trying to grow. Word so. of mouth. Start talking about it. Do it. Let's party. Do our tips. You know, tell your friends. Let us know how your college life is going. Let us know if we helped in any way, which we probably we, didn't. We di- no, we did. <laughs> I think I, I thought you were going to say we probably did. I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's another great episode. We look forward to next week. Um, stay tuned. Love you guys. Music, take us out. Peace. Later.